Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Rusty Quill presents. And we're back with the next installment of Enigmatic Mysteries of the Unknown. And if I'm here speaking to you listeners, however many of you there might be out there, it means there's a new Ostium recording. And that would be correct, my son. First off, though, I just want to thank those of you out there listening. I've never really given a shit about statistics. At least not when it's something to do with me. If I've learned anything from working, well, sort of, under the business umbrella of the corporate world, I know being a courier is stretching it a bit, but still, I've been involved in a lot of daily business goings-on, so I've seen a thing of three. And what I've learned is you can twist and massage and tenderize and bloody gouge the numbers however you want to get the results and answers you want. So when I first saw the download numbers of Emu, yep, I have to let an Emu slip in every once in a while, and take that with whatever grain of salt you like, I thought it was a big bowl of shite that just was being thrown at me to get me to start forking out some pounds their way somehow, whether it be with advertising or self-promotion or whatever package they'd cocked up for me. But then I checked my inbox, and I was gobsmacked. I had over 20 emails in there. Now, just to give you a codger, my inbox gets maybe five emails a day, one or two from a friend or extended member of the family who I haven't heard from in bloody ages, one from my daily news site that I've subscribed to, which I will keep close to my chest until the day I die, and one or two pieces of spam, because they always manage to slip in somehow. Even though it's been a while since my porn addiction and I've managed to get off all those wanking lists. Just kidding. But 20 in one day was bloody ridiculous. So then I thought it had to be some sort of con. Someone went out and rounded up some volunteers to string me along and make me look like a ripe pillock. But then I started reading them, and bloody hell, you guys. I'm bloody impressed. Lots of thoughts and ideas and theories that I'd never even really conceived of. 
and I plan to be bringing up a couple of them today and talking about them. First though, let's talk about the third recording of Ostium, which I downloaded a few days ago. The plot is definitely thickening into a ripe old London pea soup. At this point, listeners, I'm going to assume you managed to find the Ostium recordings and have heard, taken in and digested this latest one. If not, push pause and go and find it and give it a listen. Then come back and continue. So Jake starts off looking behind those three other doors. The ones I really, really, really wanted him to look behind last time, instead of wandering off on some goose chase. Of course, said goose chase did supposedly lead him to the 16th century in Roanoke, but still, he should have bloody checked behind those three doors first, and not kept me in agonizing suspense for days. Days, I tell you. Okay, rant over. In one room was a toilet, shower, and sink, but the big deal about it was the bottle of head and shoulders shampoo and conditioner. In another room was a little kitchen with cupboards full of tin food, and in the last one was a small bedroom with a sleeping bag and clear signs that someone had been kipping there recently. So Mr. Fisher has a friend in the secret town of Ostium which nobody knows about. I know. After this installment, I expect the emails to come pouring in with a bursting bunch of ideas and thoughts on who this mysterious visitor might be. Is it a woman or a man? I'm picking woman because of the shampoo, but that's me being a sexist arsehole. What if it's neither one? No, I'm not thinking a general neutral present, though of course that's a possibility just as much as anything else. But what if it's not human? But it uses shampoo and tin foods? I know, I know. Maybe it eats shampoo and washes its long, silky hair with pasta shapes in tomato sauce. Yeah, I know. I'll give it a rest. So Jake knows he's got someone else sharing his lodgings in Ostium. And while he doesn't have any clue who he, she, or it might be, he knows there's someone, and he could be running into them at any moment. So, mentally, he's ready for anything. Except what's behind door number three. He finds himself on a boat called the Mary Celeste in the Atlantic Ocean, in the latter part of the 19th century. The name was a bit familiar to me in some way. I'd come across it at some point in my life, but no bloody clue from when or where. In the recording, Jake told the listener, me in this case, I didn't want to just say told me, because that just sounds a little bit narcissistic, about the history of the ship and the circumstances around how it was found without any crew member on board. Like Roanoke, again I found it weird that he seemed to know about the Mary Celeste and its history to a level of detail that I wouldn't necessarily call normal. Like before, he could have just looked up all the history, but he said it with such conviction and aplomb as if he was just pulling it out of his memory. I did a bit of research on my own and confirmed what I could of what he said. Like the last recording about Roanoke, this one was pretty much spot on too, with regards to the research. With regards to him actually being on a ship in 1872, like Roanoke, it again smacks of the completely and utterly insane. And yet, once again, the conviction and fortitude in his voice, it made me start to believe. I won't say I went all the way into crazy Agent Mulder conspiracy theory belief land, but I was definitely on my way, with a rucksack on my back and heading up the path. It was like he fully accepted you weren't believing a bloody thing he was saying, so he was going to try and convince you with his willpower. And you know what? It kind of worked. And then something weird happened. Really weird. While Jake was standing on the deck of this really big and really old ship, 
he started to hear a strange crunching, crackling sound that got louder and louder. On the horizon, he could see this black line that started to grow and get bigger, indicating it was getting closer to him. There was also this scary moaning sound he kept hearing. That was then this all kind of dawned on him and he realised he was in trouble. And that was when he pretty much legged it, but not before he nabbed himself a little trinket, a ring he found in a glass, and got out of there like a Man City supporter who stumbles into a pub full of Man U hooligans. Back in Ostium, things went from weird to bloody weirder. At the map table, the ring started glowing, and when Jake placed it on top of the number three, it got sucked in, and the number turned from black to gold. It was like something from a video game. And that's when Jake noticed the number two on the map table was already gold, meaning someone else had done the same thing in Roanoke. Obviously it was the visitor who'd made themselves known from earlier. And that's when Jake decided he'd had enough with everything and totted off back to his humble abode. There's so much going on here. Each little piece, whether you're talking about Jake ending up on the Mary Celeste, or the weird noise and encroaching blackness and ghostly moans, or the fact that he was able to steal something from the past and bring it back to the present. A significant tangent to be earmarked for later is whether Jake is actually in the same present as I'm currently in, or is he living in some other point in time, be it past, present or future to be discussed later. And then there's the whole bit about the ring glowing and being sucked into the map table. And finally the apparent fact that someone else is already doing the same thing. I feel like these are all separate topics and I could spend half an hour talking about each one of them. And I bet, and truly hope, the emails from you listeners will be coming my way with your thoughts and ideas on all this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com And without further ado, let's start talking about some of those emails. As I said earlier, I got a number of emails from you listeners and was well chuffed. I'm not going to talk about them all today, but again, I'm very thankful. The first one I wanted to mention was from Emma. She wisely and correctly didn't give me a surname, and the email address was sufficiently vague so anyone reading in on this email wouldn't be able to start tracking her down. At least I don't believe so. She did what she could at her end, and I continue to do what I can at mine to keep those eavesdropping and reading over our shoulders sufficiently off our enigmatic and mysterious trail. Emma believes it's a government thingy. I know, some weird phrasing there, but I'm quoting her directly. She thinks it's all part of some grandiose government conspiracy, a la The X-Files. The government is possibly behind all of it. 
They created the secret town which could well be just one of many spread across the vast swath of North America, and possibly even wrapping around the entire world. There could be tens of these secret towns, or there could be hundreds, or even thousands. The FBI and or CIA might be behind it all. It might go all the way to the top with the president, or it's a clandestine government group that never appears on any records and is handling the whole thing. And the key to this whole Ostium thing is the time travel part. The government has known about and managed to harness the ability to travel through time years ago, but were unable to create a device to do it. No easy time travel machine here. So instead, it's an entire town with lots and lots of doors that go to different moments in time. First off, thank you very much for that, Emma. It's a quite plausible idea. The few issues I have with it are, how is it that Jake goes through one of these doors and never sees any people on the other side? Now, bear in mind, we're dealing with a pretty small sample size here. But there's also the apparent fact that both Roanoke and the Mary Celeste are pivotal moments in history specifically tied to mysterious disappearances. Are these doors therefore somewhat random time travel portals? And if so, what are the chances to two doors leading to moments in time that have such a powerful resonance with mysterious historical events? And then there's the intrinsic links with Jake himself. How is he possibly tied to Roanoke and the Mary Celeste, due to his knowing so much about each of them, and therefore what's his crucial tie with Ostium? Okay, I think we've got enough time for one more. Our next piece of electronic correspondent comes from Rupert, who said he hails from the Lake District. No problems there, Rupert. I don't think they'll be able to track you down with a little detail. And Lord knows you can always bugger off into those lush green Lake District hinterlands if you need to, and partake of Mother Nature for a bit like William Wordsworth did. Rupert's thoughts are on a different track. Why might even say a completely different railway line? We've gone from the tube to national rail. Rupert has gone from down-to-earth government conspiracy theories to little green men from other planets. I'm sorry, Rupert. I don't mean to belittle your theory at all, but sometimes I just can't avoid switching to tasty sound bites and catchphrases. According to Rupert, Austin was created and placed in Northern California by beings from another planet, likely a completely different galaxy from our own. Jake does mention in the first recording, I believe, about how planned and artificial the town feels, especially since it's literally in the middle of nowhere with no other towns, villages, or hamlets nearby. Rupert doesn't go into any detail about what these alien beings look like, or how anthropomorphic they may be, because it's pretty pointless, as Rupert says, and it's not important to the discussion at hand. What is important is that an intelligent alien race with greater technological abilities than our own, decided to create Ostium and place it on Earth. Why in California? Why a town with doors in time? Why places where people have disappeared? Rupert doesn't provide any answers to this, and I can't really offer any either myself. I know these are questions I'm constantly asking myself as I mull over the mystery of Ostium over a giant mug of tea. However, when I put these two possible and plausible theories beside each other and consider their possibilities and ramifications, I have to say, nothing against Emma, but Rupert may just have something here. There's nothing normal or really acceptable about Ostium. Doors with numbers, a pantry of tinned foods, doors in time, a solid wall surrounding the entire bloody town. 
So why the hell couldn't it have been made and plonked on planet Earth by a bunch of brainy aliens? Rupert, I have to say, you're at the top of the list so far who's making the most sense, so good on you, mate. And that brings us to the end of this instalment of Enigmatic Mysteries of the Unknown. Until next time. The sleepers are awaking. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.